Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 430 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there, Chris. The Dana Eileen. Hello. And Jordan Biardi. Ahoy, hoy. How ahoy, is ahoy. everybody doing? It has been a while. It's been, it's been a hot minute. It has... <laughs> I'm doing. I was doing the Conan O'Brien dance, but nobody yeah. got. Oh, it, so that's I what that was. The only anime dance. So everybody that's listening, please, please, please imagine Conan O'Brien's. Yeah. Yes. Please vision From the that. Simpsons is what specifically. I just said. Not envision, just vision. No, just vision. Just yeah. vision. Become it. the be vision. Fine. Yes. It'll be fine. Just vision it. Ugh. Yeah, up, it's guys? been a slice because we've all been in like separate directions and pulled in a thousand different ways. So I've been on continents. Brendan's also been on continents. I have we, been on continents, many of them. We're all on continents on at some point. Consonants. Nope. <laughs> You're just sitting, just sitting all on the floating team. freely in space until you go on a work trip. Just yeah, for the record, I have no idea how thing. close I need to sit to this microphone, so I'm just like. It's fine. We're just playing in the space. It's fine. It's, just, it's fine. Everything's fine. What's up, guys? So, where have we been? Globetrotting. Uh, where should we start? Uh, Brenda and I spent a week commuting to and from Toronto for TIFF, trying to kill oh, ourselves, was, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that was like the best idea we've ever had for six solid days. Getting you home at like 2 o'clock so in the morning and then leaving at 5 a.m. every day. <laughs> it was so good. It's not at all awful. We'll talk about what we were watching later. But yeah, that was a good one. Before that, you were where? Malaysia, sir? Malaysia, yep. Mala- Do- Seeing Intel. Intel was just, showing just up. Just Intel like, in general. Just around, yeah, literally walking around the Intel uh, fab plants for their chips. And that was weird. Because it was just walking around in a clean suit around people that did not want you to be there for a day. Two days, actually. Everybody, please picture Brendan in a clean suit, especially after traveling for 36 hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> Probably hides a lot of the exhaustion, best. actually. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You don't look as gray as normal. Um, I think that's great. <laughs> the, uh, you, the, the, are the clean suits uh, hide the, the, the slouch of being exhausted? Maybe. Well, you know, it's a little, a little less no. form-fitting. No, they do not. <laughs> Before that, I was in BC for uh, EA Sports NHL 24, which is Ooh. out tomorrow, I believe. It's in early access Tomorrow's right now. record, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I have no idea what day it is. We'll be out by the time <laughs> you hear this, yes. Yes, I got it kind <laughs> of right. got there. Mm-hmm. And then from Toronto, where'd we go? Toronto was to Iceland. Iceland, yep. We did Eve Fan Fest. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um we got to go to the 20th anniversary of EVE Online, and uh, they announced some cool stuff. Um, they announced the new FPS, Vanguard. They announced the new expansion, Havoc. They announced, I believe, a new tabletop game and a new uh, RTS, which like no yeah. one has talked about. Like I heard no one speak of that game while we were 4X. there. I don't think it was an RTS. It was a 4X, so more like oh. a civilization type game. Never mind. I'm a liar. I still didn't hear anyone talk about it, which is why I didn't know it was a forex. It's kind of like mobile, <laughs> but it's also on PC. Maybe I've heard conflicting reports on that one, though. It's okay because Eve is going to live on forever, according to uh, their CEO, and he does Basically. not want to live on forever. No, he does <laughs> Just not. in case, Just we ask. 
we asked. He's a cool it's, dude. It's a strange he's, distinction. He's a weird man, but he's magical. In the in best way. Man. In the best way. Anyway, Iceland's cool, and we got to listen to, oh, God, I'm going to say it wrong. The way it looks is like Daddy Frere or something. He's a Icelandic singing sensation who is six foot nine, by the way. So that. But yeah, we got to go on a pub crawl and then to like a big dance party with a bunch of Icelandic people. It was probably that, that, the that weirdest. sounds amazing. It was. I walked in. So this pub crawl, it all ends at this one big, it's like a wedding hall, essentially. And everybody's half in the bag. And I walk in and it's like, 20 guys remember in school or at a club like people dance in a circle like they're all facing each other oh yeah their best life it's like 20 dudes just dancing their hearts out like they gave no words i shouldn't say um they were living their best lives uh so that was funny and then i just started making all the north american men dance because they would not do that at home he was like no absolutely not i'm like but you're gonna and he's like no absolutely not so i started summoning people uh yeah should have played the Casper slide that would have done it there you go that would have done it uh it was it was pretty cool though it was pretty sweet and then uh that's twice the Iceland this year too yes it is I'm just I'm just Iceland they're just pale people I belong with them did you go to any like death metal concerts because I mean I feel like if you're gonna like party with Icelandic people it it needs to be death metal yeah, no, oh. it was just this this one dude and oh, and the Eve Online house band. They have a band. Ooh, yeah. house they band have a was... song. Really? Um, so that's a thing. But you know what? It was a good time. So we had a lot of fun. Their uh, song was overplayed. They played it twice for emphasis. A couple songs, yeah. There were a couple <laughs> songs they played more than once. I was like, I feel. All right, we're running out of material. <laughs> am I? Am I? What it feels like? That's like borderline pathetic like when you have your own band and you invite people over to come listen to your <laughs> band <laughs> <Yeah. Like laughs> come on guys it'll be fun oh god i Wait, just watched an episode of pieces yesterday and it's like <laughs> it's like uh the the son in life and peace life and pieces he starts a band and the parent he says he's not gonna go to college and his parents are like yes you have to blah 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 so they send over the like didn't go to college uncle who's failing at life to talk to him and he listens to them and he goes back to the parents and he's like, listen, guys, you, you've got, you've got to let him do, pursue his career. You have to let him. Have you heard him? So then they sit down to watch and he's so bad. They're like, he's going to fail so fast. He'll make it to the fall semester. Like, oh, <laughs> my heart. Anyway. It's that's relatable. My tidbit. Mm. Uh, New York was after Iceland, but I think yeah. Chris, you did something in between, right? Yeah, so while you were wrapping up a tiff, I was in LA checking out Spider-Man 2. Uh, that was fun. The uh, PlayStation was uh, hosting a few of us and took us out for dinner, and the Uber driver just dropped us in the middle of the street and said, here's your restaurant. And we're like, there's no signs. I don't think this is the place. And he's like, no, this is it, and got out and opened the door. <laughs> Almost literally pulled us out. <laughs> He's out, so we're like, is this part of like an AR experience? Like, are we going to get mugged and then saved by Spider-Man in this alleyway in LA? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> was it nice? Some guy shows the up. Like, up There's like a big elevator at the at, at the venue, like a big like freight elevator, which I've never been on before. <laughs> and I'm like, it, it stops suddenly between floors, and we're like, is Spider-Man going to come out and save us now? Like, <laughs> are we going to have a big fight all scene all of a sudden? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Saw all 19 yeah. inches of Venom in person. They had the statue. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. How was it? It's pretty cool. It was I impressive. It was I want one to go with my giant big. horizon elephant. Yeah. Actually, wait. Oh you wait, have we're a not on video today. Elephant? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I do. That's have... just for us, gang. <laughs> you don't get to be a part cartage. of this list. I have this 19 inches of carnage on my shelf. Really? That, that's a nice landic death metal band if I've ever heard one. 19 inches <laughs> of carnage. Patent pending. Um, yeah, no, there's a pretty badass uh, and the a weird Batman. Man, my house is nerdy. Ugh. It is. Yeah, nerd. Shut up. Yours is worse. Get off this. This is for cool people only. You're not a podcast yeah. with nerds. It's fine. Nerds. <laughs> and I'm wearing an esports shirt that says Clutch, which is one of my favorite bands. So none of that goes together. Yeah. Not it's, even a little it's bit. All, no. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, so you didn't uh, happen to leave the event early and miss any celebrities this time, Chris? Not this time. No. No. Not like the Jedi oh. Survivor one when I passed by Cameron Monaghan on the street. No. <laughs> You'll never leave an event early again, though, will you? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was the whole like writer or the Screen Actors Guild strike going so on. You're pretty I feel like that prevented yeah. some things like that from happening. That's fair. That's fair. So I was fair. half convinced. Uh, oh God, what was the thing I was just at? The uh, Ubisoft. We just uh, yeah skipping yep. an event here, but the Ubisoft we just event we went to. Um, they just signed a deal with One Republic. I don't know if you know that band. It's very poppy, but very popular. They have a song for Assassin's Creed Mirage. So, like, I was just kind of waiting the whole time. I'm like, they're going to pop it and sing. I know it. They didn't, just so you know. But a <laughs> guy a did do a backflip. for so. Assassin's Creed. But... Then nope. Keanu Reeves just showed up. There's also, like, eight guys in that band. Did you know that? Like, so many guys. I did not know. Only no. one of them Republic has a face guys. that we would know. Yeah, one Republic. Mm, I don't like that. That sounds, no. Wait, no. No. I don't, don't like go it. there. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, Brendan and I road tripped to Montreal. I'd never been there we before. Nice. Went to uh, Ubisoft Montreal to see some some stuff, mainly Mirage. I think which... more of a studio than actually Mirage. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we could have played Mirage for an extended period of time, but we were already reviewing it. Yeah. So yeah, it's out today. Yeah, as we record. So yeah. go watch our watch our review. What is wrong <laughs> with me? Why do you guys make me come okay. to this? It's it's multimedia. I know it's 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 hard. It gets it gets, you know it gets lost in the shuffle sometimes. I can see faces and write words. Yeah, everything is content. You can. Oh, I touch something. Why don't we? Why don't we just do video articles from now on? Because I don't want to hear my voice. Brendan <laughs> AI'd my voice one time, and it was the worst day of my life. Oh God. Over uh, Hayes's Final Fantasy preview. That's my yeah. AI voice. Oh really? Mm, yep. I sent him like a sentence of talking, and uh, we, I, I, I approved him using my likeness. He did not AI me against my will. What? <laughs> uh, For the record, this is already going really badly. I'm going to leave. Uh, <laughs> We've been gone too long. We forgot how to podcast. <laughs> no, we're we're still human. we're still on we're still on track. Yeah, this, is this is par for the course. Yeah. This is fine. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> Fair, fair, fair. Anyway, yeah, we got to go do that. We uh, split driving. That was good mm -hmm. times. I'm now, uh, I'm now his new Montreal boyfriend, Jordan. I'm sorry. That's okay. I think, I think you were the last one. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like still really new, so I was like hyper nervous, and I didn't want to sound like extra stupid. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a like, mom, <laughs> so I packed a lot of snacks. So this I guy's gone tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan didn't register that he could have ever been scary. I was like, do you understand that like you're 
you're not my boss, but <laughs> your people's boss. Like, I wasn't, like, I wasn't scared. I was just like, I was nervous, right? Because it was yeah, just like, we absolutely. had never like been alone for an extended period of time. No, I don't want to be alone long. with anybody one-on-one in that confined, like not even my husband. No, thank you. I don't want to. I want to turn. I think by the end of the trip, we were just blaring music and not speaking to each other anymore. I think, like, yeah, this, this got weird. And I felt bad. I remember because we drove home. It was super late and I fell asleep. I was like super tired. <laughs> just like falling asleep. Uh, I did not fall asleep on this drive. I did rap Eminem at him, though. Oh, nice. You did. That, that did, did happen. happen. We just listened to podcasts the whole way and it was like, it was pretty chill. Oh, I hate. I can't. Podcasts make me go to sleep. If I'm driving yeah. and listening to someone talk at me, I'm like, well. Might as well be in a college lecture. I'm at. That's like all I listen to in the car anymore is podcasts. So. Yeah, the podcasts. The, the podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. All right, I accept this. Anyway, that's where we've been, <laughs> folks. That's fair. Wait, I think it's been did you good talk about what you saw in New York? Uh, I cannot. Uh, Brendan can. Oh yes, can, which yeah. leads us to. Da, 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 da. Nintendo. God, you guys suck. You were such a build-up. <laughs> <laughs> he took all that weight and then yelled at us for not holding on to it. I have no idea what you're going with that. None that, at all. We're talking about your, your Nintendo event. That's yeah. what we're talking yeah. about. That's why we said that event you went to in New York several times. I, I got it now. Oh. You know, you're talking about I'm Nintendo. Nintendo. Okay, yeah. Wow. So I was, at, I was at the Nintendo Fall Preview event. It really kind of felt like the last gasps of the Switch in some ways. Um, Ooh, ouch. See. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they said they're going to support it for another year, Brendan. Take it easy. <laughs> I mean, I feel they are not in true capacity doing that. I feel a lot of indie games are going to be hitting that system, but whatever. Plus, um, I mean, Sony's still supporting the PS4 technically. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, sure. Um, so we they showed up a, a range of games, usually uh, the kind of the ones that are going to be hitting this fall season. We have your win, uh, Mario Wonder, uh, Fae Farm. I'm sorry, your what? Mario Wonder. Mario Wonder, thank Mario you. Mario Wonder, I'm yeah. not allowing this behavior anymore. You went to a Nintendo event and you probably said Wario and Mario the Wait a minute. time. Wait a minute. Oh, no, please. Oh, no. There you go, Mario, see? Mario. Mario. He said it, guys, not me. It's me, a Chrysoprat. That was a Mario Lego figure. I'll accept Mario. No, I won't. I I have to work with this man. I will not. Okay, so we had Mario uh, Wonder. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Mario Wonder. Detective. Wow, Detective Detective Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out. We'll find out, friends. We'll find out. (laughs) Stay tuned. Detective Pikachu and um is I worry. You literally wrote these all down, so you wouldn't do this. All right, we got Faith Farm, WarioWare, uh, Mario Wonder, Detective Pikachu, Sonic Superstars. The end. I'm glad that I could be here to talk about your preview for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very helpful. Thank to be you. fair, actually, I can talk. I played some of these games. <laughs> Dana, tell uh, us about the event. I want to hear it from you. I wasn't at that one. I was at a different <laughs> event. There's not there. I see lots of pictures and videos, so I probably could talk about it. <laughs> I'm good like that. I'm also up in everyone's business that I probably could do your previews for you. It's fine. Tell yeah. me more. Um, okay, so... It was a smaller event. They just had um, some mocktails on site, some uh, light food. Were like, they uh, themed? They were themed. I'm so upset. 
theme mocktails uh, for the WarioWare one, they had uh, pretzels. Garlic nice. pretzels. Ooh, uh, that sounds Wario, good. Wario down. likes garlic, of course. What? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he likes garlic. It's all right. I accept this. Is that, are we just being Italian and a little offensive? But that's fine. I, I think it's just because he's supposed to be gross, and so he eats garlic. He just eats yeah. garlic. Yeah, Ouch. he's just weird. Just I don't know when that <laughs> showed up because, like, his whole like defining characteristic used to be that he was very like he was just very like money hungry. And then he became Same. just kind of gross. Gross Same, and weird. Bro. Yeah. I don't really understand what where we are. He's not really evil. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah, he is. He just he just he wants to plunder people's treasures. That's really just all every like, all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Every everything heroic that he does is just like motivated by his greed. He does heroic things when? Uh kind of in the Wario Land games, he like fights like pirates and he saves a princess in Wario Land 3, but like it's really just because he gets like he like he he, he sees on TV that there's a, an ancient the uh, temple that shows up and he's like, "Oh, there must be lots of treasure there. I'm going to go there and take all the treasure." Well, I mean, and, as one does. And then he just like he stumbles into a thing where he has to like save a princess and he does, but then he's just like, "Oh, I don't care. Give me more money." <laughs> So weird. I mean, same. If you just hand me like a needy chick, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna need money to go with this. Thank you. No. No. Okay. It's just just a random <laughs> yeah. Yikes! Um, it, was a, it was a very short preview for that game. Um, I think it was like 15 minutes total. Uh, a lot of physical activity, so it's much more hands-on, more move, motion controls going on. Um, so if you love motion controls. You'll love this game. Tell them what you had to do with your butt. Had to draw pictures with my butt. In public. <laughs> In public. Oh, Can we That's discuss that I missed this yeah. event? Can we discuss that I missed this event and it's kind of the worst? But yeah. they did send pictures. <laughs> yeah, there's pictures of me doing things. I don't think drawing pictures with my butt. Just, that'd be weird. Oh, just just yeah. uh, bend over a little more a, so we can really get a... Ugh. Ew. Also, ew. <laughs> Whatever. It was. It's. It's fun. I think it's. It's really good for families that that sort of thing yeah. or like college dorm roommates type thing. I don't know if I'd be playing it like alone. No, because it the one it like it looks to me a lot like WarioWare smooth moves on the Wii, yeah. and I think that was probably like the last really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one was like really only fun when you played it with other people. Yeah. All right. So, so it was weird, um, but it's kind of cool, I guess. Uh, sure. Uh, oh, you're such a cranky old man. I mean, it literally is. It's not my kind of game. I think no, it's, it's a good party game. Yeah, I'm gonna say game. I feel like if I made you play that with me for a day, we would have way too much fun. You'd get we'd probably get in a fight, but it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But see, you you're making him play it with you. Right. Yeah. He, he, yeah. The, the 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 caveat is that you need another person there to like fully alone. Enjoy. I, don't I agree with that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just kind of sad. It's like drinking. It's way better when you're with people. When you're alone, it's just kind of womp womp. Yeah. Well, that and is not, like, not yeah. Ha, ha, whole, uh-oh. like playing in, in a room full of strangers. Also, like that would. Rub no, there's only like three other people so. in the room. It was very. Small. That's yeah. still people yeah. that aren't people I want to do stuff in front of. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Especially with that. a butt. Yeah. I think it. It depends on the vibe, right? I've I've brought like the the Jackbox games over to like parties with people I've just like met the first time, and it ends yeah. up being like a really fun time, right? So 
Yeah. I guess it, it's like your your capacity for silliness, I guess. But, you know, not to yeah. say, like, I think there are some people that, like, would enjoy playing the Wario, like, Shake It or, like, whatever, yeah. or um, Smooth Moves, like, alone. Because it's not like they weren't fun games. Yeah. I, I think also the fact that there's such short little mini games, even if you yeah. do something stupid, you're doing it for, like, 10 seconds. So who cares? Micro games, exactly. sir. Micro yeah. games. They are indeed micro games. So um, I think on that front, it works. Micro games. Um, micro games. I said micro, micro. games. Okay, less micro. gross. Cool. All right. <laughs> oh. Really into necro games. Okay, so we did. Did we do war? That was WarioWare. What else did we do? <laughs> did you talk Mario about anything? Wonder. Yeah, Wonder. Good job. Good job. Uh, I think it is fun. I think it's really kind of an evolution of what the series has done. The elephant powers are kind of cool. I think the new, like how they do star powers and all this, like the weird flower powers, are really interesting. <laughs> flower power. Yeah, this is definitely flower powers. Um, and in the new flower kingdom, compared to the mushroom kingdom, they've mixed this the um, formula up quite a bit. I'm interested to see how the game progresses. I, I played like. You know 15. who's interested? Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I see Jordan being excited for that one. It seems like a Jordan game. <laughs> I'm, I'm just dying waiting. to play it. I like being a giant elephant yeah, that uses really his good. trunk for things. Dana, we're going to have a talk after this. <laughs> okay. That can't be good for me, but all right. Let's do it. Talk good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to talk to people. Yeah, that's anyway. fair. Yeah. That's fair. Oh, God, people are going to start unfollowing our podcast because I make noises like that. No. <laughs> I think people are going to relate to this podcast even more now. They've like, learned this how crazy much bitch won't leave that. these guys alone. Interaction. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, anyway. So yeah, I think it's it's really cool. I think um, for people that like the the the, the Mario, Mario game so far on the the Switch and Wii U and Wii, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a while. Uh, it's it is another two D Mario game and it does it well. It's uh, been a while since we had a new pure one, so it'd be nice. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. I mean, I guess you could count the the Mario Mario building games could also be kind of considered the same thing. Yeah, like I I really get the vibe that they're taking notes from what people what people did with Mario Maker, like with like all hmm. the different stage effects that happened. Like a lot <laughs> of that well, struck me as the Mario Maker effect. Yeah, I like I, see that. I like how I saw. Um, uh, like an article recently that said something that like Nintendo basically attributed a lot of the new stuff that wonder is doing to like <laughs> the young, like younger staffers that they brought on board for That's it. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, gee, when you bring like young people with fresh ideas into the fold, you get like new fun things. Who would have thought? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that works, right? Well, and especially yeah. when you're bringing in like the generation of people that grew up on these games, you're bringing in the group of people that are like, well, this is how I want this game to grow with me. Yeah. Right. That's, oh, exactly. that's, that's cool. I dig that. I do too. I just give a that... thumbs up. The video does not work in this case. So that's yes. great. If you I say everything you do. It was really good. Um, I played such a short segment. I don't know how the full game is going to play, but what I played, mm-hmm. I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonic Superstars is Sonic. I played Sonic Superstars <laughs> too. Well, I played okay. that at Summer Game Fest. That's not. Uh, I don't know if that's fair to say, because 
Sonic Frontiers is also Sonic, and that is no, like but it it's Sonic. Like when you crazy. think of Sonic, we're going we're going back to Sonic. It's it's, it's the Sonic I remember Sonic, as, yeah. as a kid. Post it's, psychotic psychosis. Yeah, it's <laughs> Post psychedelics. I still suck at it as much as I did when I was a kid. Like nothing's changed for me there. It, so I get what he means when he's saying Sonic is Sonic because it is. It so- is. Sonic, Sonic is Sonic. Is 2D I just, Sonic. Yeah. yeah. 100% 2D Sonic. Brent Trent Sonic is our boss for, like. and, uh, and he's a writer and he is a wordsmith and Sonic is Sonic. Thanks. I just, I'm <laughs> not going to lie. That is the best description. It is the Sonic you know from your youth just revived Youths. for a new platform. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully better it's- than Sonic Episode 4. I didn't I was, get to yeah. play it in multiplayer, did you? Uh, I did. I played. I played it with one of the ho- the the, the guy. Who. I just <laughs> want to know how it works. <laughs> it was fine. You, you each get to pick a different character. Like I think he played as Tails, and I played as Sonic, and it was fun. Oh, sorry, I played as Knuckles. He's played as Sonic. I watched so, like, someone else play as Sonic and Tails. All right. Can you get in each other's way when you're playing? Multiplayer? Uh, I like, didn't. I didn't see that. You did. You can help each other out and do different things, but I don't. I didn't see getting in the way. I think you might be able to, but I'm not sure. Because I'm very curious about that in both Mario Wonder and Sonic Superstars, which both drop the same week this month. It's absolutely yeah, bonkers. I did not see getting in the way. Uh, I don't think Wonder, you get in the way, you could help each other out and do different things, but I don't think you got in the way. Hmm. Yeah, because like, I, like, I, I, I talked about this recently on the podcast, but like after playing the Kirby games in multiplayer and then going back to the Mario games on Switch, like New Super Mario Brothers U, when you can hit each other with shells and crap like that, it's like, I don't want to play this with my kid. I want to go back to yeah. Kirby where we can help it's each other and not dicks. get in the way. It's very frustrating trying to play with a young child who doesn't know what they're doing. And they're <laughs> getting Agreed. in your way. You're trying to drag them through the levels. It's not. Side note, I have a Paw Patrol code. If anybody wants to play Paw Patrol with me later. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, kids, kids, no are on Paw Patrol. <laughs> kids are great. Um, so yeah. good. What else? I think we got stuff that other people played too, right? Oh, did you talk about Pikachu at all? I didn't realize that was a game for a while because I'm great at my job. I thought it was yeah. another movie. It's uh, You were okay. not the first games journalist I've heard to have that opinion, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I had no freaking it, it, idea. I'm like, oh, I thought it was like just the second movie. Cool. Awkward. <laughs> because that this is in game is basically, it is, point, it is a point of click adventure game on the Switch. It's not exactly point and click. You walk around, but it's basically point and click adventure game. You this is not really a f- easy fail state. You just pick the clues and and says, "Is this the puzzle?" No, that's not it. Maybe it's this one. Yes, good job. You picked one of three choices. Uh, I think it's fun. It's really adorable. Talking to the different Pokemon is fun. Uh, being Detective Pikachu this time and like riding around on a. Did you get to wear a fun hat? Uh, he always wears the fun hat because he's just amazing. I feel like that's the best part of the game. Then fun hat check there is definitely a fun hat it's a detective like dear star 10 out of hat. 10 would recommend uh did pikachu has a weird man voice it's strange but it's cool i'm sorry it's not voice? danny devito though yeah he does yeah. he has a voice it's a, it's a deep man voice I, I I like that they have like that kind of like reverence for the for the first one that they got like the same yeah. guy who did his voice in the first one but like i'm surprised that they didn't try to get someone who sounded like Ryan Reynolds to be like Pikachu, like after the success I mean, of the movie. Didn't that, didn't that movie? That movie was weird, right? No, but it's okay. That, yeah. that movie, yeah, that movie reviewed really well, and I think it was like commercially successful too. 
I should have rewatched really? it recently with the kids and like, yeah, it, it holds up. Already. Oh, yeah, it holds up. I, I think I've, I watched it a couple times. Um, like I saw it once in the theater. I think I saw it. I watched it again with one of my friends. And then like I like half watched it on a plane when my mom was watching it. I mean, my mom enjoyed <laughs> it on the plane with your mom. She, she was watching it by herself. Like I was like playing the switch or whatever. And I was just kind of like, like out of the corner of my eye looking at it like, oh, yeah, there like, was that scene. Right. Like I knew it was happening. And even she like when she finished, she's like, yeah, no, that movie was really good. <laughs> okay. cool. I know Plus, very little movies go it could have been a lot worse so yeah, that was probably it's one of its strongest takeaways mm-hmm. well it, it, the game is still good um, I liked point and click adventure games back in the 90s it feels very much that so good job Nintendo seems like a very quiet what release though like there's like mm-hmm. no pause for no talk about it, it seems like I'm surprised. Like like I, the first one had a bit of buzz to it. This one just seems like it's it's coming. Okay, cool. It does exist. I feel like it's weird because it it honestly feels like over the past couple of years, there's been a lot of games that have like I, I feel like initially had hype and then yeah. just fell off a cliff. Like like who remembers when No More Heroes three came out? I oh, remember yeah. it. I it. it I remember up to, the, up to it coming out, people were excited, and then it just kind of came out, and people were like, Nobody yeah, that's talked about it! No <laughs> oh, yeah, that's here Nobody now. Nobody cared! It was super that weird. Was weird. Yeah, that was weird. It just kind of <laughs> came, and people were like, all right. Yeah. That exists, I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a lot of... I feel like a lot of Nintendo games have had that happen recently. Like, just like... Mm-hmm. I think like I feel like even, like, Bayonetta 3 had that happen. Even, like, before... 100% had that before the whole controversy like people were really excited about it and like people were going like even like when they teased it you know back in like 2015 or 2016 yeah. and then everyone was like where's Bayonetta 3 where's Bayonetta 3 then it came out and just like nobody talked about it until the controversy and then people were like this is a this is bad oh maybe it's not we don't know maybe she's crazy who knows <laughs> well, yeah. that was so weird that controversy was so stupid so stupid can we yeah. talk about my game now? We can talk no. about your game now. Farm! Jordan, if you poo on this, I'm just going to kick you out of Zencaster. I can't, but I'll make Brenda do it. Shut your mouth. Okay, I'm not going to poo on it, per okay. se. It's a little buggy now. It wasn't while I reviewed it. I had one bug Here, the entire time I played. Uh, yeah. Um, really? It was bugged. It, I mean, it wasn't buggy, but it was, it definitely wasn't finished. <laughs> I genuinely, I had no problems with the game physically. Um the there were some things that i think could have been uh okay so fay farm is you know another farming simulator life simulator just mm-hmm. twirly wing simulator um i'm obsessed with it it's like the only game i play right now um rude <laughs> it's it's my favorite thing in the world right now but yeah uh after i had played it for a while um there was kind of like a game breaking thing that I wasn't sure if it was going to fix it. Uh, there's uh, like these weekly, what are they called? Like a weekly board you go and finish quests on. And mm-hmm. the first like part of the story is to do that quest for the first time. And it wouldn't let me select one, whatever I did. So I was like, well, that's not That's good. kind of bad, no? Now they reset like every, I don't know, eight days, 16 days, whatever. I'm making it up. Uh, so I was like, okay, that sucks. And I forgot about it for a while. And luckily when it reset, it reset and I was able to start completing them. That's super I was weird. Like, I was like, also uh, kind of broken. 
Well, because I wouldn't have been able to progress the story story any further, but that mm. ended up fixing itself. I've seen a lot of people online now because I'm in a Facebook group uh, <laughs> that have that have some. I'm obsessed with this game, guys. Like, I will die I on this hill. I love it. Uh, I see a lot of people uh, in Facebook groups that are having some little issues, mm-hmm. but I'm just getting into like the thick of it now. Like I'm opening up other farms. I'm trying to decide where to live. I am breeding flowers. Any of you that knew me in my Animal Crossing days, whew, I've got a garden, so that's coming soon. Jordan, Weird. you were playing it hard. Like I think you got further than me before I reviewed it. And then yeah. you were loving it, but now you seem to uh, be getting a divorce. I'm not sure. Um... He's not one of his things. Shut up! No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't sure if you were yelling at me for my... uh, Oh, no. Sorry. I yelled over you. I apologize. I hope it was a great joke because I missed it. Consciously (laughs) uncoupling. That's Uh, all I had. You're good. good. I I kind of feel like it got like more boring and more monotonous the more I played it because like it didn't really feel like anything mattered. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I kind of. That is their goal, though. Like, when I was like, talking to the developers and stuff, that was their, like, there's no consequences. You don't have to go to bed. You're not going to wake up in trouble. Like, you die. You just kind of get spawned back at the start. There, you don't lose anything. That was no, what I, they were going for. I, I, I totally get that. It's. It just feels like, like, I guess, for the sake of um, player retention, that's kind of where it lost me. Because it's like I don't like I don't mind, and I'm not like faulting the game for having like a really chilled out vibe. Yeah. But it just kind of like it. it you like it got a bit to, of more of a challenge. Well, it's just I, I like I like um, a bit more of a reason. I would say, like, oh, okay, like like Stardew, for example, like Stardew doesn't really have like you just wanted to please your grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> but. <laughs> But Stardew always like always kind of feels like, um, like you you're like you are making these like incremental progress. Like it, it it's not like forcing you to go fast, but like you always feel like every little step is a step forward. Where it okay. kind of got to a point in in, in Fay Farm where it was just like you know there's no real point to like farming because you know you don't really get a ton of money and it's not really like a whole lot you can do with the with the crops. This is like. <laughs> You know, and even and a lot of the requirements it wants you to do for some of these like stuff like like is a little ridiculous. Like I, I did also get kind of sick of waiting. And I think I'm getting a little sick of this this idea of like makers in these farming mm-hmm. games. Like you need okay. to have like you like oh, it's not like yeah. it's not just like You're you chop down yeah, a tree and you get a and you get wood. You know, you need to put that wood in a freaking refinery and then the refinery has to make logs. That's gonna take seven hours that you have to wait around for. Like it's just it gets stupid. <clears throat> I, I think it's just, what they yeah, put in yeah. there instead of making things hard. They make them slow, yeah. right? Because if it's just make you if, wait. Well, pretty much. Because they give you Boring. they give you no difficulty but but time constraints. Cause if they didn't give you the time constraints and no difficulty, you just walk in and be done, right? I think well, that's, that's the balance. Uh, and I, I get what you mean. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then I'm trying to remember, like, okay, so if I want to make this, I need this many pieces of this, which means I need to refine this much of this, which means I need to cut down this. Like, I don't want to do math. Yeah. My guy. I do like that I have no friggin' bag worries. Like, your your inventory is just not, it just doesn't stop. 
I, I liked what they did with that. Like, I liked that they streamlined that. I liked that they, um, like, even even kind of what they were doing with the uh, with the whole like coziness system. I kind of like thought yeah. that was kind of a neat idea. It it really just came down to it, like, because I I was playing it so intensely. You were, yeah. That, that like mm-hmm. I just kind of started to notice that, like, yeah, like the more I was playing it, the more I was like, kind of like, I guess like getting away from it, and it was like it really was that like opposite stardew thing where like you can sit down and lose yourself in stardew for like days and it's like and but like stardew has a really good um gameplay loop to sort of like keep you in with these like 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 little tiny rewards every step of the way and you feel like you know you do feel like you're making progress um fey farm never really felt that. even when i got to the second like the second dungeon right i was kind of like wow this this feels exactly the same as the first dungeon it does like it's not really like i don't know it's not really doing anything for me anymore I don't okay. know, because when you yeah. got to that second dungeon, you were like, no, I need you to come play with me because this thing's massive. So that wasn't your it's, initial reaction. Well, it was, and then it wasn't, right? Like, it's just, again, yeah. like, it's, you know, it's, you you, you know, and, and like I said, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on it because I get why they did it. And it's mm-hmm. like, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I it's just like. ass kicked in dungeon. You know, it's like, but you can, you can blow through all of it, right? Because all you need to do to get through a dungeon is just like build the seal at the start of each room to open the yeah. door at the end of it so it's not like you really have to go through but i'm it and also like, farming stuff and i want to i want to get like that's those are my yeah. little challenges right like Plus right the now combat kind of sucks it does yeah it, it and that's so, what like, i mean it's it's a one two three hit and that's fun. the end of it right so well, that part's like, not you're like there's no like there's no like defensive stuff you can't like evade roll like you just touch no an enemy and if you're in the middle of fighting if you do the one, two, three, and you're in the middle of that, and Something one of those things come and, yeah. up over top, you can't get out you're of stuck. it. I'm just like, ah, well, I'm dead now. Great. And also, like, like again, like, I liked what they did theoretically, how they sort of, like, streamlined the tool process where you just, like, you go up to a tree and it, like, automatically selects your axe or whatever. But then that also, like, does kind of get in the way of combat sometimes because you'll be fighting something and like you'll just like your cursor will move over to a rock and you'll start mining it while you're like getting hit by stuff so it doesn't like intuitively know to like keep your attack but i do like that you don't have to switch between your tools like it'll do it yeah no i like that a lot too and that they don't take up bag space i dig that Anyway, we, this could go on forever. Yeah. Uh, Fay Farm's already out. It's been out for a hot minute. So thank you, Nintendo, for the winter preview. Chris, get the freaking game. Uh, I made our work account get it. Wow. that was. <laughs> did anyone hear my Muppet voice just now? Like, I just no. went, ah! Nice. Yeah, We got to really make sure. Descended into anarchy. Okay. Anyway, our- is fun. <laughs> We're always anarchy. Oh, I've got the voice, Brendan. You've got the Muppet face. We're fine. <laughs> Make yes, your frowny face. <laughs> Make it. Make your frowny face. You just, you just. Uh, I'm gonna find a picture or get a picture. You just got a demotion face. for that one. <laughs> if he demotes me, you are all doomed. So I'm sorry for your loss. Um, yeah, no, no. I, I am having a great time with it. Uh, nice. I am still playing it bit by bit, and I'm playing it really slowly. Like, I'm just at the second dungeons that Jordan's talking about. I'm yeah. just, and, and I've put hours into it, but I like to do all the things. So I'm you excited. You like doing all the things? That's I do impossible. like doing all the things. Uh, so I'm excited to, like, build up each farm. I'm excited to breed flowers because my life is sad. 
Are you making it all orderly and like lined up? I will. Don't no, put them in a square. I made that mistake too. Yeah, I I have a plan. I have little nine by nines. There's a system. Yeah. Anyway, you gotta do it that I just way. Just realized you can move flowers. I thought you couldn't. I was like, this game is garbage. And then I figured out I'm an idiot. Um, it's great. Everybody should play it if you're looking for something super duper chill. Uh, yeah. And that'll uh, later when we talk about what we're playing. I'm gonna say Fay Farm, and then I'm just gonna shut up, or it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> All this word vomit will keep going. Um, That's fair. Yeah, I don't know why it was their fall preview. It's been out for. Yeah, that I yeah, mean, it's been we don't have anything else. That's the answer. Month, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it, it's just strange to me because like lots of games are coming out for Nintendo, and Fay Farm isn't a Nintendo exclusive. So right. like you can get it for PC. Like Justin has it for PC. Another writer because mm-hmm. the internet doesn't know who Justin is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> who by the way has also been on all kinds of trips lately for weird previews. He has. Yeah. That's where he's been. Not that you guys care, because who knows? Anyway. Oh, we, we had tons of previews on uh, cgmagonline.com. So if you want to read yeah, about all the them. things we've been checking out preemptively and and more, you can get it there. So also available on Apple News, I might add, uh, which looks really freaking sharp, I got to say. <laughs> yeah, it's deep it, I, I like when it appears on all the different platforms. Yeah, it's on MSN. It's on uh, Microsoft Start, which is also MSN, right? Or is that it's on different? Bing News, MSN. That didn't answer my question. MSN <laughs> Start is Start. That is MSN. Thank you. Anyway, it's on MSN, MSN Messenger. We went back Bing in time. Bing News, uh, Newsbreak, Google News, Google News. Um, Smart News, Batman. I don't know. Batman is on Batman Sin- too. It's not Batman. Batman carries also on his back. Also at um, where is our shop page? Uh, what is the? Oh God, I should have had this prepared. Also at store.cgmagonline.com, you can order yep, that is also copies. So you can. Media. You're still out there. And then, and then, that sounds terrible. But you should do that so I can watch Brendan cry. Our summer of gaming issues out, and uh, yep. our next issue will be coming out soon. But we won't tell you what it is because it's a surprise. I don't know. I thought it was a surprise. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of a surprise. It's a good talk. It's a surprise talk, to talk, us. Talk, talk <laughs> Some good. stuff will probably be in it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Stuff and thanks. Mm-hmm. Maybe anyway, a review or two. This is going well. Maybe yeah. one or two reviews in there. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Nothing are we jumping straight to our what are we talking about? Or what are we playing? Yeah, by the way, what are we playing? Uh, I'm playing Fay Farm, guys. Do you want to hear all about it? <laughs> yeah, tell us. Tell us, <laughs> tell us all about it. More. You think I couldn't? I'll just break you up look the like switch. You have something like... to say. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, somebody else talk for a minute because I'm chatting. Well, yeah. Uh, Jordan, you just had a okay. review for Loki season two go up the first half at least. And uh, oh my god, what are we watching now? What are we playing? Yeah, we're combining. I mean, do, do we? Not, I mean, I, I feel like we had some thoughts about the direct that we might have wanted to discuss, but we can. I did not. I don't no, even you don't, remember. You don't what the care about was. you don't care about the Thousand Year Door remake that everyone is well, like, yeah, Nintendo doing actually, yeah, it right. Yeah, you guys do that. We're all doing Muppet voices, but um, Muppets coming to Nintendo things. Because that's what I people sound like on, on the internet. That's what people sound like on the internet. That's what we Nintendo do. Waka waka. Oh my god! Anyway, so episode thirty is Jordan the one with the Muppet voices. Yeah, well, that's the official Jada, title. You don't, you don't care about the Princess Peach game. They made a girl game just for you. Oh, I must play it. I must play it immediately. <laughs> no, it looks it looks really I like good. I'm really excited better, for it. God damn it! 
That would be crazy. I was, I, I was going to add earlier when Brendan mentioned like this kind of seems like all they have. My vibe from the from the from the Nintendo Direct was this is going to be our last like Switch focused yeah, one. I feel like the next one is going to yeah, be like exactly. There's more first party stuff coming than I thought there would be for the Switch. Like it kind of seemed like everything was tapped out. Um, mm-hmm. But they've got more in the hopper than I thought they would. But it also has that vibe of like, yeah, we're we're cycling over to the next thing. They've already said they are cycling over to the next thing. So. No, but like it, like like you could see it in the direct. Like I felt like this was oh, very yeah, much it, like it here's our last hurrah. Question. Yeah. We're not Weren't there rumors to... of um, like the next switch was being shown behind closed doors at Gamescom and stuff like that? That was also right? confirmed. I think it was confirmed yeah. by who? Nope. Nintendo or Batman? Because uh, one of the developers, I believe. Mm-hmm. I feel like they probably got fired. <laughs> Just saying. Mm, probably. The thing is, yeah, the, like the writing's been quietly on the wall for a while now, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, and that was actually kind of here because the direct had that like closing time by Semisonic intensifies vibe. Oh, it definitely did. Um, you go, you can go anywhere you want, but you can't go here, stand still. <laughs> but you can't stay here. You probably can still play here. You got there for a long time. There's a lot of games. You you could spend a lot of time playing the Switch still. Yeah, Chris, you could still play a lot of time playing the Vita, and that thing is definitely done. Yeah. Why won't people yeah. stop talking about it? We are contractually obligated to mention the Vita every five episodes. It's been a while. It's yeah. not it's even minute, just so. you guys. Like we were in Vancouver, and all of a sudden everybody's talking about the Vita again. What is it? Me? It was pretty cool back in the day. It was actually a genuinely like good system. It's you know it's the like, UI sucked. Like the oh, UI, yeah, the, the UI, UI did suck. And the, like, the we have a support great interface for the PS3. What if we make it look like it's a kid's toy on this weird <laughs> high-end handheld? Yeah, it wasn't great. It's bad. Objectively it's like, bad. It's it's like the tragedy of the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast was like similar. It had like it was like a really cool that system. That looks so janky, Chris. It's <laughs> it's an audio medium. Good one. Good one, Chris. <laughs> I don't care. That was Dreamcast only for us. Really bad interface. He is bad. At- Dreamcast um, had this weird like bubble well, interface as well. Yeah, and I mean the Vita had a weird bubble interface too. <laughs> yeah, so basically, <laughs> things that have bubble interfaces are doomed to fail. But it's a tragedy because again, like the the Dreamcast at the time was probably like the most technically proficient of all the systems, and it what? like it had a lot of like really charming games that might not have been great, but they were like had a lot of personality and and cool ideas. And again, game like, on the Dreamcast is Berserk great. was really good. Um, I mean, well, it was, it okay, it was cool. Well. Like it was there. <laughs> it it like, had moments from the anime and kind of the manga, yeah. and kind of had depth, but also was weirdly shallow at the same time. It was a really weird game. There was there was a PS2 one that only came out in Japan that was like like the OVA version of the game like it actually like it actually really followed the anime um weird but that's yeah different different uh, different conversation for a different time so um <laughs> yeah what were we talking about the switch um uh, direct yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah. peach uh, so yeah peach looks really cool i i i guess i didn't know what i was going to expecting from the princess peach game and i'm excited about it i like that i definitely like that they're giving peach a lot more agency um in this yeah, sure. and well, like, and, and also, like, you know, playing a lot around with a lot more, like, unique ideas. Like, they could have just had her, like, flicking a ribbon around because, you know, she's a girl. Um, but instead, they actually, like, really have her being um, a really, like, active participant. Like, you know, it's like, no, she's also a sword fighter and a kung fu person. And, and a patissier. And, and a patissier. 
And I, you could see in the background of like one of the clips that they like some of the rooms they showed off. There was like a ninja, like a kunai and a and a cowboy thing. So they definitely do like ninjas and cowboys at one point. So I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. And I I, I guess um, if I you know I I'm I'm being kind of like glib and stupid about it, but like if you know little girls are the target audience for a game like this, they're definitely gonna fall in love with this. Like as you know as much as I guess like little boys fall in love with Mario. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know if I was just like a busted girl, which is probably likely and probably how I ended up here. I never <laughs> got into like that's girly, so I like it. And I'm a girly yeah. girl. Like you guys all saw me designing controllers and stuff today. Like I even did you like, find a final controller? I did. I ordered it. Even my edibles are pink, guys. But yeah. like, like I'm I'm as girly as they come. But for some reason, when you make something that is so like meant for girls and yeah. not that what it is is girly but that you know the people behind it are making it for girls that mm-hmm. turns me off but yeah. that being said i said this about the huawei uh lipstick earbuds i was like this is stupid and then i love them because i'm basic yeah. <laughs> uh, i said that about the uh xbox opi controller that came with nail polish and i was like oh crap it's my favorite controller now like mm-hmm. so they got me they well, got I- me but and I never you know, played I, games like that. Like I didn't play the Barbie video games that came out. I was like, "That's dumb." I'm gonna go play no. real games. Well, I, <laughs> you know, like as I think, like I think outside of that, because I've had a lot of conversations with one of my friends, um, and we don't fully see eye to eye about it. But I get where she's coming from. Where like Mario conceptually is, you know, a li- like it is very outdated in terms of like patriarchal influence because it's about a guy who's got to go save a princess and the princess has like no agency and like she's not allowed to be sort of be a fully fledged character and that's just like the way it's always been through the you know through Mm -hmm. all of time and you know i get like so like for you know i get that it's nintendo's brand like this is just the story you know they're telling that very like classical story and that's just like always been you know mario um but at the same time like there is a sort of sense that like you know i guess like kids more to to a certain degree like adapt these ideas that, like that's what the boy is supposed to do and that's what the girl is supposed to do so like having something like super princess peach come out um and be like no like look she can be a badass too like she can do all these cool like things and it doesn't always have to be like she gets kidnapped and has to be rescued sort of thing right um that's going to be just a net positive, like overall, whether or not, like Dana was saying, it's like kind of like cynically being made for girls. I, 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 I don't think I guess. to a certain degree, or to, to a certain degree, it probably is. But at the same time, I, you know, I can't help but feel like it's, it's a net positive overall. Like if Nintendo really wants to lean more into it and, and, and probably lean more into it based on a lot of the positive reception people had to peach in the movie, um, being like okay. a much more active participant in the in the in the movie than like just being the one who gets kidnapped and has to be rescued sort of thing mm-hmm. um then like yeah that's just going to be like this is going to be good overall and if it does well and you know we were you know i know we were making jokes about it before like on, on previous podcasts about how even like the last attempt at a princess peach video game like was just you know was a very easy target for those kind of like glib jokes where it's like oh she's a girl so her superpower is you know her emotions but i think like also, you know, the game, you're right. That was yeah, weird. DS, which, yeah. which I, I think is funny in, in, you know, in, in the opposite sense, because like that just speaks to the idea that like most 
men characters in video games are like only experience one emotion, which is anger and murder. <laughs> like, I mean, Mario chaos. doesn't have any emotions. Yet. That's what I mean. He's, Mario, he's, Mario doesn't expe- experience any emotions, right? So, like, I, I never had a problem with the idea that Peach could use like the power of emotion to solve puzzles. Like, I was like, okay, whatever, yeah. It just it 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 just it, you know it speaks to that thing that women are more in tune to their emotions than men are and that show that shows through in Yo, video games I'm a lot. Yo, I'm that shit crazy. <laughs> the end. The <laughs> Podcast end. over. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, and then I don't know. Um, Mario RPG looks good. Uh, I hate the fact that doing timed attacks causes splash damage. I think that's stupid, and I hope you can turn it off. Just. Because it's just going to make the game, you know, it's, it, it, I think it removes all challenge from the game. Like, there was there was a sort of a nuance to the combat in Mario RPG where, like, you know, doing timed hits and being an active participant in the combat, like, gave you a sort of, like, singular advantage against enemies. And then, like, having team members that could hit every enemy, like, was part mm-hmm. of the strategy. But now it's just, like, every, like, well-placed hit damages everybody you're just sort of like whittling away at all the enemies slowly it's just, i don't know to me it seems i, I just i don't like it whether or not they it's balance not it properly it's yeah it's i don't know i just it seems like one of those things where it's just like why like why would you do that um yeah there was also the thousand year door which was like the big one that also just kind of made me like midway excited and then just groaned Ooh. Yeah, like RPG and Thousand Year Door games that I've never actually played. So I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. That's you know be what? That's great. But you know, yeah, that's what I mean. Like again, it's it's net positive. Um, I you know, and I I feel like I've said this before that like I was, uh, like in favor of a of a Thousand Year Door remake or even just like a new Paper Mario that kind of went back to basics as much as the next person. But like the discourse online has always been so super toxic about Paper Mario. And every single person is just like, stop making Paper Mario's cool and unique and different. We just want Thousand Year Door. And then like, you know, out of morbid curiosity, I went to like some of the comments for like the announcement posts on Reddit about Thousand Year Door remake. And every single one was just like, you see, everyone's got to buy this because Nintendo needs to learn that this is what we want. And we need to stop making games like Origami King. We don't want those games anymore. We just want Thousand Year Door. I'm just like, oh my god, you guys are never going to shut up about this, are you? <laughs> There's never any solid consensus. There's Weird. always changes next time they announce something. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know, know. when they, they re release Wind Waker. The Jordan is weird. It's so, uh, yeah, it's so weirdly toxic. Nintendo games specifically. Like, like I said, you can't, you, to this day, you can't find like people like posting about Animal Crossing without people being like, Animal Crossing fucking sucks. We want more content. We want more stuff. And nothing made us like, Lego. Why'd you make the worst game ever? Like, you got it in there, Dana. <laughs> I just really wanted to. That's basically, what it is. It's yeah, I was. I was so happy oh, I did stuff. it, guys. You got so, it. Out there. Yeah, and then and then there was oh my god, then there was fun, uh, the F zero ninety nine thing where like I was watching it and grown. I well okay, so that that was literally my reaction to it because like um. I was seeing it and I thought they were doing something like they did with Mario RPG where they were showing like the Super okay. Nintendo thing. And I was like, ooh, like F-Zero, they're going to they're, they're gonna do the thing. They're going to like show it in like fancy graphics. It's going to be nice. And I got all excited and they just posted a 99 beside it and my face just like dropped. And I was like, <laughs> really? Okay, whatever. Like, 
it's been like mildly fun. I kind of play it like here and there, but I don't know. I, I feel like a racing game with 99 people was one of those things that like the mod community thought was hilarious, but like seeing it realized kind of sucks. I mean, yes. Yes, that, yeah. does, that would suck. I, I don't know how you get first place in that game too. Like, I don't know how people do it. It's like this, it's pure chaos. Yeah, that was fun. Like they, they, they've done more like to switch that game up more than they did with like the other 99s or yeah. Mario 35, right? Like for sure. Like, they, well, they added like things that like were in um, F-Zero X and GX, right? Like the little spin dash thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it just feels, I don't know. It just, it, it feels very like much its age, right? Because even, again, it's still sort of playing with those weird Super Nintendo controls where like, if you kind of pay attention you're not really turning the car. It's like you're turning the world around you. <laughs> so it just, I don't yeah. know, it never really feels like... seven, yeah. Yeah, it never really feels like you're really fully in control of what you're doing. Weird. And then you're just getting bounced around like a pinball by a thousand other people, so... <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. That sounds it's, I mean, it's, it's mildly entertaining. <laughs> it's good for like well, a couple races and then turn it off. You know what I want for my games? Mild entertainment. Yeah, just mild nothing entertainment. Nothing more, nothing less. Just mild. mild I mean, entertainment it's, it's, is entertainment. It's yeah. free with every purchase of a Nintendo online subscription. So, <laughs> so really, ultimately, cool, yeah, you're not yeah. out anything. Just yeah. Some time. Woo. I'm yeah, so uh, yeah, I think that was well, pretty that, that was that. Yeah. And then and then I had to take a break and watch a ton of television. And now I never want to watch television ever again. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It was just so much it was, television. It was a ton. I, I, that's because I, I, yeah, Dana was saying like I don't do a lot of like TV and movie stuff. So like having to blow through three series in like the in the span of like a week. Doesn't it suck the like... fun out of everything you love? Um, now, now do that all day long for a week, and you'll understand how they feel. It was Ooh. exhausting, but uh, enjoyable. Um, so what so, was the standout? So what was the standout? That's a tough one. They were all good. Um, they were all I, the st- best things ever. St- okay, standout of the three was probably... So I watched the second season, the first six episodes... Oh, no, the first four episodes out of six of Loki season two. I watched That's all of Castlevania, season. even though I didn't have to. I just did it because I'm a cool guy. <laughs> and I watched um, all of Fiona and Cake, the HBO Max like yeah. New Adventure Time stuff. Loki, I think, might have been the standout um, out of all of them because I think like it was it was super like it was very weird. Because it was Tom very Hiddleston. fun. That's it. Yeah, because Tom That's Hiddleston. End review. Um, it's uh, like yeah, without without spoiling too much, like it, it went in some really weird directions. Um, oh, I was I was like genuinely kind of surprised by it. It's still and it's still like it maintains a lot of its fun um, and its charm. I feel like mm-hmm. now it's it's gotten a little bit more comfortable in its in its space. Like so, the first one was this kind of like you know weird like mystery thing where not only is there like the big meta mystery of like what's going on and who's this like you know the mm-hmm. the, the the evil villain Loki variant. It's but it's also like you know this is the this is the villain version of Loki. So like, does he have his own agenda and like what's going on with him? Now Aren't he's sort of Loki like already kind of a villain. I don't. I don't... Well, no, <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like. Now? He, that's what I mean. He's he's. I think he's slid a little bit more comfortably into that position where, like, he was in Thor Ragnarok, where he is just like actually like this chaotic, like uh, you know, good guy now. And or antihero, maybe even. 
not even anti-hero no he's i would say he's like chaotic good at this point like he really yeah. is trying to do the right thing right um there's a there's a weird shift there yeah yeah oh i mean i like him for it too because i like again like i always thought that loki had the best kind of like arc of any like character in the marvel universe um and we never really got to see it realized because once he achieved it he just got murdered so <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good to finally see him doing that. And he, play, he plays really well off of, um, off of Owen Wilson again, too. Like, the, you know, they have really good banter. Um, the, you know, um, it's, it's got a, it's got a cool vibe to it as well. I think like um, visually they did some cool stuff with like some of the like different like time periods that they go to. And, um, and I just I don't want to I don't, don't want to like I'm trying to think of what to say without giving too too much away and I, I uh, stop before you do give anything away. That's what I mean. I'm, I I'm, th- I'm just I'm, I'm <laughs> choosing my words carefully. Um, and I I I, w- I would probably say that um, uh, Kihuei Kwan was like one of the most fun characters in <laughs> the show as well. Too, he's kind of like the like TVA's like repairman, but he's got this like really like fast, funny, chaotic energy. Um, <laughs> despite being like probably the most like organized person of the whole thing. Um, Weird. So yeah, that was cool. Um, Castlevania mm-hmm. was good, but not great. Um, okay. I don't know if it's because I have a lot of like reverence for the first series because mm-hmm. I really, really loved the first series. Um, or, you know, it's just because like, okay, like it's one season, you know, they're clearly trying to do like something. They're setting up for stuff. Um and it's set after the first series, right? It's it's set after the first series, but I don't know how connected it is to the first series in that okay. way. You know what I mean? Because like, it's not really like they're not really like name dropping, like or like there's they're, and they're not really like connecting, you know, to I guess like the the events of the first one really. Like, um, mm. I I kind of I did say it in my review. I'm not sure when that's getting posted, but like, um, number one. As of this going live, actually. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, perfect. Um, so yeah, like it, it. It was one of the things about the first one that I really liked was how <laughs> the vampires specifically, like, were they were they were not like villains. They were more like right. antagonists, but they they had a lot of like ethos and motivations, and they had oh, a lot of like nuance. That's what I say too. There's a Dracula shaped hole in this whole series. Um, because he just doesn't show up, period. Um, He's just not there. Yeah, no, it's, which I thought was weird because I, I was I was actually, like, really curious about how they were going to do that. Because, again, like, if they wanted to do the whole, like, you know, um, Rondo of Blood storyline, yeah. you know, where Dracula was in there. Um, like, how they were going to rectify that with how the series ended, uh, the yeah. original series ended. Um, which, I guess, spoiler alert, but it's been out long enough now. Um he gets to come back and he gets like a, a, a like a redemption sort of um so that's why that's, make, that's yeah he does that's have, they do have weird sweet talk in a in a yeah, motel or, exactly like, yeah so that's why i was like okay like are they going to do something where like maybe lisa dies and he's like sad about it and he sort of like angry you again. know lost his humanity but like no he just does not show up period um it's weird. actually a new vampire lady who is i guess who gets either possesses the blood or is the reincarnation of the Egyptian god Sekhmet. Um, and she wants to bring about eternal night. Uh, 
because I guess that Sekhmet's like the moon god as well. And um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so it's weird. Um, and, and this one, in this one, yeah, like all the vampires are like cartoonishly evil because it's set during the French Revolution. So it's like all the vampires are either like aristocrats or like people like who have aligned themselves with the aristocrats so that they can just sort of like the, because like the, the aristocracy like is bowing to them so they can maintain like their status over the like proletariat um okay and, or or they're like just like straight up just like slave owners like there's a couple like one of the main characters like the reimagined and that's version. where we cut this off no i'm kidding we don't talk about <laughs> slaves jordan god no but that, okay but but that's that's sort of the whole thing because like um in the in the game rondo of blood right right like uh the whole like richter is like he goes to dracula's castle to save his girlfriend annette who gets like kidnapped by these like monks who are like sacrificing all these girls to dracula it's also how he meets maria um mm-hmm. In this one, Annette is reimagined as like an escaped slave who like is able to sort of like tap into these like magical powers. Um, sure, why not? So and like and her like her former like slave master was a vampire. So it's like they're just like straight up like super evil, just like drinking people because it's fun. Um, I mean, why not? There's a genuine sort of lack of nuance to them. And that bothers me a little bit. Um, <laughs> whereas, like, because uh, like that's something I liked about the first one, where it was like, like, like the vampires weren't good, but the humans and especially the Catholic Church were like weren't good either. They were genuinely worse. <laughs> so, yeah, like, they were and but it also like that informed a lot of like Trevor's character because you know, like, even though he's being like shit on by people, like he like does still wants to like do what's right and 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 protect them and shit, like. Um, Richter, by comparisons, like just this like sort of snarky, like young, inexperienced kind of guy um, who like flickers between being like a snarky badass to being like sad about his mom dying. Um, I mean, as one does. So I it's, mean, those it's, two things. it's a little all over the place, but like visually, it's still really good, and the fight scenes are really good. They do a yeah. really, really good thing. Like I genuinely fell in love with it. Where um, where like he unlocks his like hidden power. And they used um, the theme of like uh, I guess it's it's called beginnings. Um, or no, uh, uh, not beginnings. Um, what's it called? Um, is it beginnings? I forget now. Um, basically, it's like the theme of Richter. It's like the first level music. It's like the one the one they even okay. they used in the Smash trailer when they showed Richter showing up. Like they that's mm-hmm. like his theme. So like it was a really cool thing. I really loved that because it bummed me out that um, the first Castlevania series didn't have a lot of Castlevania music. They used bloody tears in the scene where they like the three of them stormed dracula's castle but that was from castlevania 2 so it didn't make sense like why they didn't just use like rick or uh trevor's theme from i don't know so whatever that's just me nerding out now um yeah <laughs> uh and there was a surprise reveal there was a surprise appearance by a certain beloved character at the end who i won't give away to this uh, at this juncture because if people want to watch it i don't want to spoil it for him i was happy to see him though guys uh, look how much jordan's grown he's growing <laughs> yep it was a real pro um and uh so yeah you know so, so that I, I guess like i'm i'm willing to give it space to like grow because mm-hmm. clearly they're, they're setting up by like this you know the, the, this the first season ends and like nothing's re- like rectified so they clearly like want to keep doing is it, more. A two, is it like a two-part season or is it just that's the season no it's 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 a whole one whole season it's not like the first series where it's like they did the, the you know the the first like four episodes and then it okay. actually got proper seasons after that um, okay it's a full like eight episode you know 30 minutes each kind of thing um yeah. 
so yeah, it was. I think it was trying to lay a lot of groundwork and you know giving. I give. Uh, I hope it builds on it because you know looking mm-hmm. back on it, even the first series like got progressively better with every season. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like you know I don't want to be too harsh about it, but I really loved the first one. But I got a you know soft soft for like Dracula and all that stuff too. And the second season like really delved deep into like Dracula as a character, so it made me really happy. Yeah. Um, and then there was Fiona and Cake, and Fiona and Cake was kind of a bummer, <laughs> more of a bummer than I was expecting. Um, in a bad way or just like a serious way? Like in a serious way, yeah. Like you know, so it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a misnomer. What I was, you know, I, was, I said a little bit, you know, before podcast and even in my review, this, you know, they the show was kind of about Fiona and Cake, and I guess right. for anyone who doesn't know, Fiona and Cake was like almost like a joke that turned into a thing. It's just like a gender bent Finn and Jake thing um, that like, I guess took on a bit of a a life of its own. I remember even back in the day, them talking like rumors that there was going to be a legitimate episode of adventure time that had the two of them like meeting and stuff. Um, But that's not what this is. Um, It's really more about Simon Petrikoff, who was the ice King who like Mm -hmm. at the end of adventure time, like, you know, got the like, curse of madness lifted from him and becomes a normal guy uh and just by like sort of like fate you know because you know he's still very like very obsessed about his fiance who again in the of end of adventure time she becomes like an immortal chaos god like in in she didn't like, take over for the chaos god i i or did she come in one with she, it she I, became so like the, the chaos god is gulb and she became gulb to like keep Simon safe, basically. The weird god um, that didn't move his face at all, but can have no. infinite power. Yeah. And he had a, like, he's just like a triangle red square thing. Um, so he keeps, he keeps trying to like, he keeps trying to open a portal so that he can like go to like that realm to like see her and try to like, I guess like, cause like that's his whole thing is he's trying to find her. But like, right, right. he accidentally opens up a portal in his own brain that like lets Fiona and Cake out. Okay. And it turns out that Prismo, the Wishmaster, who's not voiced by Kumal Nanjani in this one, and it made me really sad. Uh. Um, he actually made Fiona and Cake because he was trying to create his own universe, and he just made like accidentally made a Finn and Jake fan fiction. But because he technically wasn't allowed to do that, he put it like in a separate universe that he had to store inside the Ice King's brain, so like no one would find it. Um, so what, what, I thought Prismo could do anything he wanted. He could, but he can't because there's sort of like a bureaucracy to it. Because I think if, if you remember um, in uh, in the there was an episode where the episode where after Finn makes like the farm world because he makes the bad yeah. wish um, that like like that, like he ba- he says that like because that one's all messed up and some like things are going on in it. Like if he says like if his bosses find out about it, then he's going to be in trouble. So there's like other like, you know, weird, like higher gods than him. Actually, one sure. of them was voiced by the guy who does the voice of uh, of um, the dad in Bluey. Uh, bingo. Oh, really? I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm really happy to hear it. Um, George so, yeah, doesn't so, have like, kids, and he knew the dad in Bluey's name, so I'm very excited. Yeah, Bluey's right really now. good. <laughs> Pretty popular. Um, so, yeah, so, like, basically, like, that's what I mean. So, like, and then it's, like, because, because, like, at the time, 
the Ice King like was like had like magic, like the the whole like Fiona and Cake world yeah. was magical. But then when he went back to normal, like it went back to being normal. So that's why like Fiona is like having these like like weird like memories of like like a magical thing and this like this like calling right. that she doesn't remember having. Um, so she gets sucked. They get sucked out into the like actual land of Ooh proper, and like you know they have to get basically get put back. But like through the events, they start going through this like multiversal journey um, to like because. You know, Simon's basically saying, well, like, if you go back into, like, your normal world, like, it's going to end up, like, sucking for you, and then I'm going to die, and your world's going to end, basically. So they're, like, going through these multiverses to try and find a new crown for him to become the Ice King again. Um, but that doesn't want to be the Ice King because it destroys him. Well, he initially he doesn't, but then he starts kind of thinking like, well, maybe I will because like you know my life kind of sucks now, and I you know I can't find my <laughs> fiance, and like it just maybe I would be happier just being like this like brain dead like crazy guy, right? Um, lives forever and has all infinite power. Yeah, but he but he'll just like he'll lose his mind basically. Um, so like it's I guess like it's a bit of a bummer because yeah like it's like there's like it's it's sort of built around Simon's like own sort of like personal uh like turmoil <laughs> and I th- I think on one on one degree it's fitting and I actually like use this as my subtitle for the story because in in Adventure Time they basically say that how like the fundamentals of magic are based within madness and sadness mm-hmm. so like they really build on that but like it's also a lot more adult than I wanted it to be. So like, you know, hearing Finn, like, and hearing like Jeremy Shada as Finn, like saying like mild swears and being all like serious or like seeing like Marceline, like rip the soul out of um, a guy and then like drinking his blood and actually having like blood on her face. They have blood in this too. It's like, it's like gory. Weird. I was just like, Weird. I don't know if I like I, one of the things I liked about Adventure Time is how it kind of like found ways to circumvent all that stuff in really like smart, fun ways, right? And it was still just, weird and dark. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. It knew how to balance its darkness with like positivity. So like this one kind of just went like all dark, and I was, you know, it was a little bittersweet towards the does end. It end. Does it actually end in a way that's like finished? Yeah, no, no, it it, it does. If it, so, basically, like um in like sort of the way it happens um like simon is able like to give um fiona and cake their own universe and like by the powers that be it actually become like prismo flat out says it becomes canonized so i don't know if that's like the the showrunners or whoever like basically like saying hey more adventure time stuff might come down the pipe like because this is canon now um but like, yeah, you know, he 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 basically is able to, um, you know, come to peace with what's going on, mm-hmm. which was a little, um, I guess, like I felt it was a little unnecessary to a point because, like, Simon's story is essentially like he's so obsessed with finding Betty that he like is willing to sacrifice everything. But like a lot of what like led him not only to be the ice King, but like go mm-hmm. on this own, this journey was like his, like his, like, you know, obsession with Betty and not really putting her needs before his, even like in right. the past. But like, there was an episode of adventure time where Betty comes to that same conclusion that she was way too obsessed with Simon. And like, she didn't like, she put her own needs behind like wanting to be with him so it just right. sort of seemed weird that they would like tread that like familiar ground i don't know if maybe like both of the characters needed to learn that lesson in order to like progress it just like 
it just felt like 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 I said, like they were just sort of going over familiar ground. Like she already learned that lesson, so like why wouldn't he? And yeah. to a certain degree, like even in some of the like one of the distant lands thing, like it seemed like Simon was a little bit more at peace with what was going on, and like he had like Marceline as like a support structure, so like he had more things going on than just like the way Betty sort of like gave herself over to the madness of magic to right. try and fix what was going on with Simon. Um, but no, like, you know, it, it, it did have some, some fun moments. It had a lot, like a lot of really good art, like, you know, the way that they, um, they, you know, they had this, it's sort of like, you know, iconic adventure time style, but then they did like cool stuff where they did like some scenes were like watercolors and some scene was like That's pencil cool. crayons and the way they did a lot of like cool, like line work with some of the more like intense, um, Air, mm. like universes that they go to um so it it had a lot of fun ideas um it was right. cool you know and again see like kind of like seeing like this like adult version of finn was kind of was kind of cool um seeing a lot of the gender like the flipped stuff uh, you know and like going like in the in the sort of like fiona and cake world uh was kind of fun like just like stopping every now and again to be like oh like that's that's that character and that's that character and you know and like right. picking out little pieces here i like that they also that they got um donald glover to come back for marshall lee a uh, little sad they didn't get um um oh who was it uh who was it uh who did uh the the the, the prince prince bubblegum um no idea uh, I, I, it's going to drive me nuts. I, cause it's like right on the tip of my tongue, but I haven't like had to think about him for so long that I forgot his name. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was in, in like in the first episode they did with the Fiona and cake thing. It was, he was the, he was Prince Bubblegum. Um, That's so yeah, like he didn't come back for that. Uh, also it kind of bums me out that they didn't, they didn't name check John DiMaggio in any of the credits. I was like, when I was like, kind of like getting, like getting, like doing research for the, for the show. Because he did show up for an episode to do the voice of Jake. Um, Jake's back. Uh, just, he was in like a flashback. He's no, he is okay. dead in this. Um, I, think I don't know what we're talking about at all. I think Jake died. Well, because, yeah, because that, that was the whole thing about the uh, the distant lands episode together again, right? It was how like Finn couldn't deal with Jake's death, okay. um, and even in what the one the one episode with like um, I forget what it's called, but it's like it's all about Marceline and and uh, and Princess Bubblegum. Like Finn, right. like in, I, I think he's like in his like thirties or something. Like shows up and he has a tattoo that's like Jake, like in memory of him. And he's and he's he's like adventuring with one of his uh, one of his like nieces or nephews at that point. Um, Weird, yeah. So like, but you can kind of tell like even Finn's whole story is a little bit like tragic too. Like it's like it's the underlying of all this stuff because like he he tries to take simon on an adventure and like he basically kind of like says you hear him say like it's like that's it buddy just just keep him busy he doesn't don't, don't let him think about it like just keep him busy and you can kind of tell like that's his own like coping me- mechanism for not like addressing jake's death like so he just is like consistently like adventuring staying busy don't think about it kind of thing right dark cool i love it yeah, no it's it's super dark and it was a little bit of a bummer and uh <laughs> it, there was uh yeah. there was more of it that i than i than i really wanted um that's a good way to end the podcast, just talking yeah. about sad things. And- just a bit of a bummer. But no, but it, it does. Yeah. It has a bit of a bittersweet ending. Like it, it is. Like it's um, you know, by the end by the end of it, like everyone's sort of at peace with what's going on. And uh, even like Fiona is like kind of like okay with her world like being normal, right? Because there are, you know, she realizes there's things about it that she likes, right? And she doesn't want to just like make it all go away, nor does she want Simon now that she's like gone on this whole adventure with him, have like have it to go like back to being this like psycho, like 
because she sees how like how bad it is if one that is like that. Yeah, no kidding. So it was all right. <laughs> oh, okay. It was a thing that happened. Like it was not up. miserable, or was, but not horrible. I don't know. Whatever. No, like, yeah, it, 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 uh, it was all right. Yeah, and there, I mean, it, it did have, it did still have like a bit of humor. Like there was, you know, sometimes I did like kind of lull a little bit and you give went, me a chuckle uh-huh. here and there. Aha, uh-huh. that is okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tee-hee. did good stuff. Even. We, we, is that it? We, we done? Yeah. Shut it off. No, no, unceremonious, no ending. Well, if only we had a sheet that was supposed to tell us what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> We've done everything. We didn't at all, actually. Well, I sorry, Jordan I you know did. I took I took up a lot of space <laughs> there. It was supposed to be what are we playing, and you introduced Jordan to Loki somehow. Uh, well, so, so then well, that was I supposed to turn into. into. I mean, we could talk about what we're playing. You're all quickly. dead to me. And you, then you, it was but, supposed to be where Brendan and I talked about Tiff a little bit. There's blocks in my chair. I just have children. Anyway. Uh, that was that <laughs> was a ride. Sorry, I just found it. it was I mean, really you're, you're playing Fae Farm. Uh, Chris is playing Spooderman. Yeah, but did he get to talk about nothing that he's allowed to talk about? No. Did he get to talk about his other game? No. I, I imagine there was some much. web slinging. And... I can't talk about, but, well, the, I mean, there's stuff you in the preview. You just did Disgaea, too. Disguise, yeah, disguise, disguise, yes, disguise seven. Uh, that was I was I was cautiously uh, I, I I approached that one cautiously after the last game. It's not a series that I played a lot of. It's and it's a weird series to kind of describe or recommend. But it's weird. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. But uh, the sixth, like our disguise six, I reviewed last year, and I was like, this doesn't remind me at all of like like the soul is gone from what I played on the PSP, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Actually, it was a much more coherent or more consistent and like genuinely better story. Uh, the gameplay is uh, it's still like a really dense thing to get into, but they do a better job of doling out all the different systems. So, um, yeah, it's a decent spot to hop on, I would think, actually, if you hadn't played the game before, but you like strategy RPGs. Um, it's a decent onboarding system, but uh, just if you don't like anime tropes and stuff like that, if um, yeah, if, if if you're tired of that stuff or you get rid of it really easily, you might not want to check this one out. It is very steeped in a lot of conventions. It plays with them, but it is very heavy on that you is know, fair. All those tropes and archetypes. Um, you, didn't, you didn't make a disguise joke in your review, and I'm upset about that. Yeah, I'm I happy you did not. Be like, I don't who likes, who likes this game? Disgaea. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a stronger endorsement <laughs> than I wanted to convey. Um, and yeah, Spider-Man, uh, impressions from the preview. Um, if you liked the first games, you're in for a treat. There's more of it. <laughs> like, it, it's more of it and better, but like, mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. uh, they have not lost their touch from the preview. I'm excited. I, I can say that much. I can also tell you that you can expect uh, to see more about it on October 16th at 10 a.m. EST. And that is all. Nice. That's all. Preview. Uh, preview slash review, really. Um, yeah. And yeah, Pokemon DLC was good. I haven't thought about it much since I finished it. <laughs> but it was. <laughs> that says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a thing. I'm excited for the next part, actually. But like until then, I'm like, okay, I'm good until they dump the second part on us. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I tried getting back into it because I was like, like, you know, I was like really trying to give it a second chance, like in like after the the whole review or after the whole like uh like DLC thing dropped. And then I was like, you know what? There's like that Mewtwo raid. Maybe I'll try to like jump into it. And I just I just can't. It's just such a mess from top to bottom. Yeah, I mean, I don't go even going back to it, like I went back to it before the DLC came out to get prepared. And like I still like the game. There's still pop in and stuff like that. I can overlook the visual stuff. I still haven't had the misfortune of running into like any real game breaking glitches or anything like that. I mm-hmm. do like what they were going for, at least. Uh, so I, I did enjoy the DLC. But yeah, I think I said this in my review. But like, if you didn't love the base game, I'm not sure the DLC is going to change your mind, unless the second part does a whole lot to to, to add on to it. Yeah, because um, like my I guess my biggest problem with it like like after really spending a lot of time with it was the meta game and it's just like like the the raid system like if i really wanted to be like a shiny hunter and like do stuff like that or like go for the raids it's just like the raid battles are just so unfun and i don't know if you felt the same way chris like they just like like having having played them and then actually gone back to Sword and Shield to do the the, the Gigantamax raids, like it's night and day difference. Like nothing in the Scarlet raids or the like the Terror raids feels like it has any consequence, and like the whole system does kind of feel like actively, um, I don't know, like it works against the player. Like you you know they're trying to make it a lot more fast paced and kind of like Pokemon go, which I kind of understand, but then like you, it's makes it really hard to strategize. You know, I, I didn't know at first that like your higher level Pokemon, like if you faint, you knock off the, like more of the timer. So it's just like, well, how am I supposed to approach these high level raids without, with high level Pokemon? It's like, if I get destroyed from like being caught in this chaotic loop that I don't know what's going on, like I'm being punished for like, it just it feels like very weird design from the uh, the like the the Gigantamax raids that were like actually designed like RPGs. Like yeah, rating isn't. I haven't sunk a lot of time at the ratings, to be honest. But um, from the stuff that you, that I have done, I I I feel like they made some genuine improvements. But also, like the terror system is so different too. I I, I still just wish they'd stuck with Mega Evolution, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there's I still wanted... potential there. I, st- I still enjoy it, but yeah, like I said, we'll, I just we'll, wanted we'll, to we'll, feel we'll... more like an RPG, I guess. Well, that's a whole other topic we don't have time for today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's another podcast. Um... That's another. Any last <laughs> minute uh, add-ons? I don't think so. I know that we're going to have a ton. Well, we already have a ton, and still have a ton of reviews to come from TIFF, but we won't get into that today. That's another adventure so check out cgmagonline.com for that yeah as well as all the other things because it's a big month y'all uh it's the big oh, yeah, month coming here cool month. i think that is going to do it for us for tonight then uh for this week as well uh, if you'd like to read more on these topics as dana said you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com be sure to follow cg magazine on all the socials just search for cg mag you'll find them on all of the different platforms that are out there these days and if you have any questions or comments, you can send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. Uh, Jordan, where can people find you? Um, 
I'm like mostly off social media nowadays. So the only thing I actually care about is my YouTube channel at Ninja Jordan Reviews. Uh, check that out. I've been posting a lot of Lies of P gameplay. I've never heard anyone say a more hipster thing than it's pretty hipster. much off social media. My mom but was like telling me videos. about <laughs> how I didn't know about uh, Ariana Grande and that football player. And I was like, nope. Nope. Taylor, Taylor, <laughs> Swift. Like, Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor it's Swift. Taylor Thank Swift. you. Thank you. See? Now you just like, sound like a man. I'm yeah. like, I don't know. It's, I'm not on X anymore. I'm the Same. interwebs. No, it is called Twitter. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> you know what's funny? Go to Twitter's about page. It's like the funniest thing. Cause it's like, it's so like a child having a tantrum, changing the name, but like not understanding how websites work. Cause like all the about page still says like Twitter is a place where like every idea has come together. And it's like, it's like they changed like nothing. <laughs> it's the entire, all Twitter is a child having a meltdown. That is, that's just what it's always, it always was. And it has only multiplied. Yep. But Dana, where can people find you? <laughs> Uh, hopefully sleeping in my own bed for a uh, no don't, don't find me no, there we don't, don't want to find you there don't do no don't, don't there. that's bad uh, i am at the dana eileen on i don't know i'm on threads now that's a thing i'm hip and or with it unlike jordan i am brendan b fry 26 on anything you want to follow me on and uh i'm at hoogafy on the threads and blue sky and twitter and whatever what other things i too am on those things i just didn't make my profile just just yeah it's the same just look at the same handle it's there uh thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you next time